Welcome to Life Study of the Bible with Witness Lee, a program brought to you by Living Stream Ministry. Witness Lee, a servant of the Lord for over seven decades on five continents, culminated his ministry with a 21-year, book-by-book exposition of the entire Bible, which he called a life study. This life study is the basis of our program today, which includes short portions of the spoken messages given by Witness Lee. Now, let's join today's life study. The book of Ephesians presents the highest view in the entire New Testament. The Apostle Paul identifies the focus of this book in the very first chapter when he says, making known to us the mystery of his will, according to his good pleasure, which he purposed in himself, unto the economy of the fullness of the times, to head up all things in Christ, the things in the heavens, and the things on the earth in him. This is not a book about improved behavior, how to raise our children, or even how to have a successful marriage. Yet, in one sense, it's on all these things. But fundamentally, this book is altogether dealing with God's eternal purpose, which is according to his good pleasure, and on how he is working in the world situation without, and more specifically, on how he is working within us to bring this purpose into reality. Ed Marks has joined us, uh, I think, for a, a marvelous portion today. Adam, I'm awfully glad you're here. Yeah, Chris, it's good to be here. And like you said, uh, Ephesians is a very profound, deep, and high book, and the focus is on God's eternal purpose to have the body of Christ, which when the body of Christ is built up, it becomes the bride of Christ, which is the new Jerusalem. So we're talking about the mystery of God's will here, and this particular program, I think, will really help us to see God's heart's desire and to enter into the experience of it. Ed, I made reference to some practical things that we often come to the Bible to try to find help with in our own daily life. And on one sense, this book is really focused on what God is after. But it seems the more and more we find that our situation gets taken care of in a very real and practical way when we are focused more on his purpose. Don't you find that to be the case in your own experience? Yes, uh, Chris, and we'll see that in this program. You know, the more we open to the Lord and allow him to dispense himself into us and work himself into us, then we become proper human beings in all our ethical relationships with our spouse and with other people. But that's the issue of Christ dispensing himself into us to be our life and our everything. Then spontaneously we express him in our daily life. Ed, uh, we read these verses in chapter 1, verses 9 and 10. There's a phrase in here that uh, I thought we would spend a minute on before we joined Witness Lee, uh, because it's an unusual or a unique phrase. It's, it, I believe, the only place in Scripture where uh, this phrase is found, and it's this verse or this passage where uh, Paul uses this term, to head up all things in Christ. I looked at a number of other translations uh, getting ready for this program. I didn't find any others that use this exact term, though in some of the better word studies, it points out this meaning. Uh, could you spend a couple of minutes on this phrase. It seems unusual. It's, it's almost taking this word head, making a verb out of it. Chris, that's exactly right. Of course, if you look at the King James, which you probably did before the broadcast, it says that he might gather into one all things in Christ, which that's a good translation, but a more accurate, specific translation. Like you said, the Greek word here is the verbal form of the noun head. So a really good translation is to head up all things in Christ. And this is actually God's eternal purpose. And Chris, he does this by means of his economy 
and his economy is his household administration to dispense himself into man with all of his riches so that man could become his expression. So the way that he heads up us, he needs to head us up first right. so that he can head up the whole universe, is he dispenses himself into us as life. Then our entire being gets headed up from the heap of collapse that's the issue of the fall of man. So we need to open up to him so that he can dispense himself into us every day so that we can be headed up by him. So to head up all things in Christ Mm. is very accurate according to the Greek and, oh, tremendously profound and meaningful to show us what God's purpose is. Well, as the verse points out, and as we alluded to uh, a moment ago, we'll see in this first portion particularly, this heading up activity that God is engaged in to bring his purpose into fulfillment uh, really touches the outward situation as well as the inward. Of course, as it deals with us, it's the inward that will be our main focus. But in our first section today, Witness Lee will touch this matter of God heading up, as you said, the outward situation which has been brought into this uh, condition of a heap of collapse by the fall and the rebellion that has preceded. So let's join Witness Lee with today's message from Ephesians. First of all, we have to see what is the fullness of the times. Verse 10 says, into a dispensation of the fullness of the times. The times here, no doubt, refer to the ages. The fullness of the times is just the fullness of the ages. We know in the Bible there are many ages. According to John chapter 1, the law was given through Moses, but grace came by Jesus Christ. You could see two ages are implied. The age of the law and the age of grace. Then Romans 5.14 says, even before Moses, sin came in through Adam. You have three persons, Adam, Moses, and Jesus Christ. And also you have three things, sin, Law and grace. According to the Bible's brief record, there are only three ages before the millennium. One age of Adam, the second age of Moses, and the third of Christ. The first was something concerning sin. And the second concerning the law. And the third is the age of uh, grace. Then, after the age of grace, the age of the kingdom will come. That is, the thousand years heavily reigning, coming upon this earth. Sin, law, grace, and the kingdom. Actually, <coughs> these four ages are the times. When these four times will all be fulfilled. Then we will have the fullness of the times. The fullness of the times is just the completion of all the ages. It is clear. 
Well, Ed, here, Witness Lee has picked up uh, this passage that we read at the beginning of the program about the fullness of the times and uh, all the things being headed up in Christ. We, we talked a moment ago about how our main focus is going to be on how this heading up work affects us. But let's look at this overview of the ages and the external heading up work that God is involved in. Well, Chris, this is a marvelous view because what we have here is really the intrinsic history of the entire universe. And Brother Lee talked about two verses, John 1, 17 and Romans 5, 14. John 1, 17 says the law was given through Moses. Grace and reality came through Jesus Christ. Then in Romans 5, 14, this verse tells us that even before Moses, sin came in through Adam. Right. When you put these verses together, this shows us that there are four times. These four periods of time or these four ages are the age of sin. That's with Adam. The age of the law. That's with Moses. The age of grace. That's with Christ and with us as the church today. We're enjoying Christ as grace. If we're faithful to enjoy him as grace, we will become his overcoming bride and we will rule and reign with him in the kingdom of a thousand years. That's the age of the kingdom. That's the millennial kingdom. These are the four main ages in the history of the universe. But then we have the fullness of the times. What's the fullness of the times? That's the new Jerusalem and the new heaven and the new earth. Eventually, all of us, all of God's chosen and redeemed people, by receiving Christ as life and by enjoying him as life, we will become his wife for eternity. The bride, the wife of Christ, is the new Jerusalem. And that is the fullness of the times in eternity in the new heaven and the new earth where we will be enjoying Christ as everything, as the river of life, the tree of life, and the light of life. That's the fullness of the times. So Mm. it's good to see this outward manifestation of God in Christ working to head up the entire universe so that eventually he gets his wife, which is the new Jerusalem, in the fullness of the times, in the age of eternity. You know, Ed, I I think this book is not given its adequate position. I think uh, because it touches these high and lofty things, uh, maybe people are somewhat afraid of it or feeling that it's, oh, it's beyond me. But it really answers the basic question of all questions, which is, Why am I here? What's my life about? And Paul here is lifting us out of uh, our own little bubble and bringing us up to God's view, even setting the stage of history before us, and then answering this question uh, of all questions in the working out of God's eternal purpose, isn't he? Exactly, Chris. And it's very practical for us, as we'll see. You know, Colossians 1.18 tells us that we need to give Christ the preeminence in all things. Every day, like even today, we should pray, Lord, head me up. I like to be under your headship. I like to bring my whole day under your headship. I like to bring my whole inner being, my mind, will, and emotion under your headship. This little prayer means a lot because God, it's through the church, through us and in us, he's given the way to head up the whole universe. Well, let's turn our focus to this inward handicap that you're just now talking about, and that's where Witness Lee will take us in this next section. What is the dispensation? The dispensation is just to dispense life into the deadened people. You know, Adam was deadened, but... God came to dispense something of himself into Abel, the second generation. 
And God did the same kind of dispensing with uh, Enoch. Don't think Enoch by himself, as a dead person, can work with God for 300 years. It's impossible. How Enoch could work with God for such a long period of time? Because God was dispensing. God was dispensing himself into Enoch. And the same with Noah. How could Noah walk with God? How could Noah have such a strong faith? Because God was there dispensing himself into Noah. Then, with Abraham, Acts 7 says, the God of glory appeared to Abraham. That appearing was surely dispensing. How Abraham could have such a strong faith because he got dispensed with God. You have to realize it is the same. Or when you heard the gospel, you repented. While you were confessing your sins to God, God was dispensing himself into you. My, nothing can change a person like God's dispensation. Five minutes ago, I was a bank robber. After five minutes, I became a saint. I got dispensed with the holy nature of God. I would encourage all of you to go to the Lord for 30 minutes and forget about your trouble. Just open up yourself to Him and confess all of your shortcomings, all of your wrongdoings. The more you confess to Him in this way, I tell you, the more you open up the way for Him to come to dispense Himself into you. God had to get into you. Something of God has to be wrought into your being. I tell you, this is the dispensation. Ed, I'm glad we've come to this matter because I think this is really the burden that we want to be caught with today. In this matter of God's dispensing, we read the verses in the translation that we read, the recovery version uses this phrase, unto the economy of the fullness of the times. That can also be translated as unto the dispensation of the fullness of the times. But a real proper understanding of this word dispensation is critical, isn't it, to understanding what is really being presented here. It is, Chris. Uh, you know, we, you can translate this word dispensation. Like we said also, this word is the Greek word oikonomia, where we get the word economy from. And God's economy is his household administration to dispense himself into man, to be man's life and to be man's everything. So the way that God heads us up is by dispensing himself into us as life. You could see this in John, for instance. He said, I am the life. He said, I came that you might have life and might have it abundantly. Then 1 Corinthians 15, 45b tells us that in resurrection, he became a life-giving spirit. Then in Romans 8, verse 10 tells us he dispenses himself into our spirit. Our spirit becomes life. Then in verse 6 of Romans 8, our mind becomes life. Mm -hmm. Then in verse 11 of Romans 8, he gives life even to our mortal bodies. So the point is, is every day we need to open to him so that he can dispense himself into us as life. You know, the Bible reveals that we're vessels 
Romans 9, verses 21 and 23 tells us we're vessels of mercy, we're vessels of honor, we're vessels of glory. As vessels, if God is going to dispense himself into us, we need to be open to him. So, Chris, every day we need to pray a simple prayer. Lord Jesus, I like to open my entire being to you. Yes. I want to love you to the uttermost today. I want to receive you to the uttermost all day today. Keep me open to you so that I can be under your continual dispensing. And we can even pray this too, Chris. We could pray, Lord, be everything to me. Yes. And do everything in me, through me, and for me. We pray a simple prayer like this. He dispenses himself into us. And Chris, it's important that we spend a little time with the Lord every day, personal time. That gives him a way to shine on us. And like Brother Lee said, when he shines in our being, then we confess our sins. When we're in his light, in the light of his presence, we'll find ourselves confessing, Lord, forgive me for the way I spoke to my wife. Forgive me for my attitude toward that person. We'll ask the Lord to forgive us for many things. As we're confessing, he's dispensing himself into us. And this is the way he heads us up. He heads us up by dispensing himself into us as life and as light. Life regulates and light controls. So he's our life. He's our light. We need to be under his dispensing every day. Hmm. Ed, uh, we, we've touched the Lord's work uh, in the outward situation and the heading up, and now this very, very practical and very uh, specific matter of how he's heading us up by the dispensing of life, of his life, into us to uh, deal with so many things. Uh, and then, as you pointed out earlier, the culmination or the, or the consummation of all of this heading up work will be ultimately the next stage, which will be the fullness of the times, the new Jerusalem. So in this really comprehensive view that we're getting today of the heading up, we're going to conclude with this matter of the new Jerusalem. Let's go back to Witness Lee. Then, after Mininim, there will be what? A dispensation of the fullness of times. In Revelation chapters 21-22, you have the new heavens and new earth. There will be no more sea. Sea in the Bible indicate death. No more sea means what? No more sign of any death. Death is all subtle up. At the end of the thousand years, death at the last enemy was abolished. Even death was thrown, cast into the lake of fire. No more death. The deadening factor, Satan, was cast into the lake of fire thousand years ago. There will be no more death, no more sea. Just new heaven, a new earth, a kind of new environment, a new sphere, right in the center, the new Jerusalem. And on top of this is the throne, the throne of God and of the Lamb. That is the head. The head is on the throne. Out of the throne, a river of water of life flows. 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 Until it reach all the twelve gates of the wall. And in the water of life grows the tree of life. Here is the top dispensation. Dispensing the very triune God into whole city. So the whole city is filled, saturated, permeated, soaked with this drinking water. 
This is the top dispensation. And this was purposed by God in order to have this top dispensation at the fullness of the times. Today, in the church life, there is a flow, flow of life. And this is the dispensation. But this is not the top. The dispensation began with Abel. It has been increasing. All the time, still increasing, 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 increasing to an extent we cannot touch. And that will be the dispensation of the fullness of time. We are very close to that. Hallelujah! Ed, we've covered so much in this message today, uh, but it's fitting that we we conclude with this obvious high point in the, his speaking. Uh, I think as you and I were listening, you were commenting, even you were there and in that meeting remembering it. I believe I was there also. It was memorable, wasn't it? And now to bring us to the New Jerusalem and to really see it as a complete manifestation of God's dispensing. It was an awesome view. Yeah, Chris, it was. And to me, again, this is very practical because when we become the New Jerusalem, the wife of Christ, the bride of Christ, there's the throne of God and of the Lamb. We are headed up totally. And the whole universe is headed up. And out of this throne flows the river of water of life, in which grows the tree of life. So see, when we're under God's headship, we enjoy his dispensing. When we're enjoying his dispensing, we're also under his headship. It's kind of a cycle there. But Chris, I just want to be very practical here. Again, the way for us to be under his throne, his headship, is we have to enjoy the dispensing of himself into us. And here we have the river of life and the tree of life. Chris, every day as Christians, we need to eat Christ as the tree of life and drink Christ as the river of life. And we do this by life practices. Have a time with the Lord every day where you open your Bible, where you spend some time to pray, and even pray using the words of the Bible as your prayer. Then you will enjoy the Lord as your spiritual food. Every day, call on the name of the Lord. Say, Lord Jesus, I love you. Lord Jesus, I need you. Talk to the Lord. Speak his name. Have conversations with him. As you do this, you'll be drinking him. Then as you eat him and drink him every day, you have times with him. During the day, you call on his name. You tell him you love him. You fellowship with other believers. You are eating and drinking Christ and your whole being is being headed up till that day when the whole universe will be headed up and all of God's children will be fully under his headship. Ed, this phrase came out earlier, the heap of collapse, which is really the state of humanity and the universe following the rebellion. But this is the solution. This is the rescue out of this heap of collapse, isn't it? This staying in the dispensing in a practical way you've described. It is, Chris. And when we consider our experience... You know, when we make, wake up in the morning, we may feel like a heap of collapse. Death is pressing in, you're anxious, but then you just spend some time with the Lord to open to Him. Open the Bible, pray, talk to Him. Then you receive His dispensing. And our experience is we feel that our being is headed up whenever we're under His dispensing. So this is very deep, very high, but also very practical and very precious in our daily experience. Mm. Always enjoy our times, Ed. Uh, come back whenever you're able. We uh, keep the invitation open for you. Yeah, thank you, Chris. I'm looking forward to the next uh, broadcast on Ephesians. 
Okay, let us leave you with our toll-free number and our invitation for you to contact us. We would love to get you the printed life study messages of Ephesians uh, for your own study and uh, your own uh, enjoyment of the dispensing that's available in this ministry through the Word. Uh, our toll-free number, one eight 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 life study That's 888-543-3788. Or you can write to us, Living Stream Ministry, Post Office Box 2121, Anaheim, California, 92814. Or send email to us, radio at lsm.org. Join us again tomorrow as we conclude another week on this Life Study of Ephesians. For Ed Marks today, I'm Chris Wilde. Thank you very much for listening. Throughout the centuries, the Lord has recovered many truths concerning His purpose and plan for humanity. The recovery version of the New Testament by Living Stream Ministry presents these crucial truths in a format that is easy to understand and study. This faithful translation of the original Greek text includes outlines of each book of the New Testament, over 9,000 footnotes, more than 13,000 cross-references, charts of important truths, and color maps. The New Testament recovery version from Living Stream Ministry is available at Christian bookstores everywhere.